Hey, teens. Hey, teens. Let's talk about something for real this time. Let's be serious. Let's cut the bullshit. Because normally we talk about teen stuff. Yeah. And it's all bullshit. Just kidding. We're going to do nothing but bullshit today. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm John. What's up? And joining us here today, stand-up comedian Asterios Kokonos. Hey, guys. How are you, Asterios? <laughs> hey there. Hey, team. We're really happy to have you here today. Yeah, we are. I'm, it, happy, I'm happy to be here today. I get the sense that you guys are like the radio friends to a lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening. Yeah, exactly. They're like they put on, it's like they're having a tough day. Yeah. Their boss is on their case. <laughs> They plug in their uh, their iPod headphones. They don't even have an iPod. They just don't want to look like dorks. Yeah, they want yeah. The... You just want to escape from reality a little bit and listen to your buddies. They still have Discman, and they burn they burn the podcast <laughs> we, two days. Well, we actually only um, we only release this podcast on uh, mini disc. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It's really weird, and that's why nobody listens. Yep, um, and it's very uh, very expensive. But we it's really it. expensive. Mini disc is very underrated. Well, I'm glad I came down here today. <laughs> I'm reaching out to that. I had a mini disc player. I was just going to ask yeah. if anybody had. I did, I did. Definitely did not. Wow. So you wasted some money. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. A lot of it. But I, um, wasn't yeah. the draw that you could fit like hundreds of songs on one mini disc? Or was there. Eight? Well, this is well, kind of like pre MP3. <laughs> it, was, it was that you could. The, the draw of the mini disc player was that you could rewrite the discs up to one million oh, times. Yes. Oh, one so, million times. So, and then it was kind of cool. You could do this thing where, like, you could. The mini disc player also had an audio in. Mm-hmm. So I would put. Uh, what's that? I would put a, a Rufus Wainwright CD uh-huh. in a CD player, plug it into my mini disc player, hit record. Uh, and then just walk out of the room, get a delicious sandwich, <laughs> come back in. I'd, I'd, I'd rip my friends who were, sorry, Rufus, I ripped your music. <laughs> but you know what? You should apologize to me for not being as good as you could be. Gloves are off. Was it a wonder? Like, anyone can do that. <laughs> That's not good. Like, you're not good at that. Uh, whatever. He also sucks in when he breathes. He goes, <laughs> when he's singing, like, he's. He looked like I I enjoy Rufus Wainwright, but there's only a limit to which I can really stand his music. You know, I'll listen to a few songs and be like, "Oh yeah, Rufus Wainwright," and then it's like, "All right, enough." How how about this? Are you a fan of his popras? I am unfamiliar with his popras. I thought you you meant his dad, but (laughs) (laughs) I do enjoy his dad. I do enjoy his dad too, but his pop his popras. He writes popras. I was I was writing a piece. Uh, for a little book that I'm writing, and it's called Rufus Wayne Wright and Rufus Wayne Wrong. (laughs) And it would be like, Rufus Wayne Wright hangs up his weird scars when he's done with them. Rufus Wayne Wrong leaves them on the floor. (laughs) And I wrote all these jokes, you know, just like that. And uh, I was like, you know, um, I was like, Rufus Wayne Wright, like, tips his doorman for good service. Rufus Wayne Wrong writes a popra about how bad his service is. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I invented the word popra. That's funny. It's uh-huh. a funny word I've invented. <laughs> like, I'm so funny. I, I was like, what would the dumbest thing ever be? A popra. A popra. Because I've heard of a hip popra. Sure. I know about Carmen and all. But I was like, oh, popra. I'm clever. And then I went to Rufus Wainwright's Wikipedia page. <laughs> and I was like, he's authored several popras. No. And I was like, no. Ah! <laughs> I, th- I had his number to the point where I literally... Okay, maybe 
what happened is you actually control Rufus Wainwright's entire life. Oh, and yeah. that never actually happened until you willed it to happen and mm. history rewrote itself. And a Polaroid of Rufus Wainwright all of a sudden had like <laughs> a, a, a Grammy. Asterios is a solipsist too. He, every, every, the universe, he's the center of the universe. And he, welcome he, to my he, podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, Asterios, you, uh, where did you grow up? In, I grew up on Long Island, New York. Long Island, New York. And I, you have a very typical Long Island name. <laughs> and as as our uh, last guest Cornell Reed said, the most Greek name of all time. Yes. <laughs> pretty Greek, pretty Greek, <laughs> pretty Greek. It's a pretty Greek name. Um, well, but as a kid, I went by Steve. Wait, really? really? Yeah, because it was I went to. You have some of the same letters yeah. in your name. Exactly. There's an S in there. Exactly. Yeah. But like, um, no one in my hometown had ever heard of a Greek person. Oh, I was uh, like new. It was kind of like. Uh, finally, when Perfect Strangers came on the air, they were like, oh. It's like, so are you from it. Mepos? Or? Feel yeah. free to do the dance of joy in front of us if it makes you feel more comfortable, Asterios. <laughs> like, you know, literally, that was it. That was, it was like, thank God the show's on the air. So I just went by Steve. I was like, I'm wow. Steve Coconos. <laughs> I was like, Steve Coconos. But then at the beginning of the year, like, my legal name was Asterios. So, like, whenever they do roll call, oh, yeah. they'd be yeah. like, all right, is Brian here? Tommy? Uh, st- oh, Storm. Yeah. That's <laughs> me. It's Steve. Just call me Steve. Yes. I'd be like, uh, you, you can do Everybody calls me Steve. <laughs> I anticipated this problem. Do you do you I'm have prepared. a middle do you have a middle name? Andonis. Andonis. Wow. It continues. Andonis yeah. Coconuts. Yeah. Wow, it's, that's great. It's really great. That's a really that is like a really solid name. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you I, very much. I've never said that to you before, Asterios, but it's really <laughs> solid. It's well, a, when, you well, can really build a house on that name. <laughs> strong foundation. Yeah, it's got a really strong foundation. Confusing. Well, when I'm on the road, I just go by Asterios Jones. It's so much easier <laughs> yeah. for people. They're like, oh, that's a good American name. <laughs> Asterios Jones. I trust him. Um, now, you have probably one of my favorite uh, chunks in your act. Is uh, You chunks. have probably the like most that. thorough... Um, deconstruction of Pokemon I've ever heard in my life. Oh, <laughs> it is great. Uh, it, it, it literally goes on for about ten minutes or so, right? I, I am working on a half hour, and this is going to sound like a joke. <laughs> I'm working on a half hour Pokemon comedy LP that's just like, how many jokes can I write about Pokemon? Wow! And I have about ten minutes right now, and I just think it would be. I just want yeah. to see if I can do it, make it work, not like make it like, oh, this is actually entertaining. How yeah, that's it, the thing about it. Like, I know next to nothing about oh, Pokemon. Oh, same here. Probably but less. it is hilarious. How did, how did Pokemon come into your life? Um, it came into my life every morning at 7.30 <laughs> on WPIX 11. Oh. Uh, it was like you'd watch it before you went to school. And Pokemon was this really funny interesting thing where it was like if you don't have all 150 of these you're a failure yeah you you should just fucking kill yourself <laughs> yes, exactly. many many have and uh pour and one out should. for them exactly. yeah um and so i was you know like when you're a kid you know every cartoon is a toy commercial mm-hmm. yeah. you know like there's all these episodes of G.I. Joe where they just introduce a character and you never see him again and it's like until yeah, you see just... him on the shelf at Toys R Us yeah exactly <laughs> you know like um like uh and so Pokemon was kind of the ultimate for for a kid it was kind of like I can collect 
150 cool monsters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like none of those monsters like all of them look really interesting. Like, you know, there's someone with like a there's like a unicorn with a rainbow horn and there's like a guy with two a rock with giant fists. Right, and, like, right, right. You know, so it's just like you can't help you couldn't help but get into it as a kid. Um now did you have I don't mean to peg you as a nerd, but like you know, we all have nerdish tendencies. Well, you're guy, you, we you're both were wearing glasses. Yeah, that's true. But eight eyes. Did you, <laughs> did you have any like nerd obsessions growing up? Like, Pokemon, I guess, oh, was one of them. I'll tell you as a story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, that's um, what this is all about. I remember when I was a kid. It was in fifth grade, and I was in Mr. Marijuana's class, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "I'll give anybody ten points extra credit." they donate books to the class library so i was like i know what i'm gonna do <laughs> i have the best idea i'm gonna donate my collection of star trek the next generation oh. episode novelizations <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is gonna be a great thing to let my classmates know i obsessively collect <laughs> <laughs> and i can share the magic with them they'll be into it well oh no i d- i thought this is a thing i thought to myself yeah. i thought like i'm sure my classmates have seen the episode of tng <laughs> where Mar- where moriarty takes over the holiday the enterprise from the holodeck uh-huh. i was like but now they'll all get to read it <laughs> like and they'll get to enjoy it on this what's whole better other than level. watching a tv show Reading the novelization based on that TV show. <laughs> I was like, you'll see what Data's thinking, you know? And like, you'll see what Jordy's into, like, you know? How do they all, like, when, when, when Moriarty walks through the doors of the holodeck and into the corridor, the Enterprise, like, well, it, bl- it blows your mind. Like, yeah. well, you know, what do people do? I mean, in the immediate aftermath of that, like, all the physical laws have been broken and a hologram walks amongst us. As, wow. Does Wesley have any deep down sexual turmoil that's bubbling up to the surface? <laughs> <laughs> all the sexual turmoil was right on his face. He, like, <laughs> he wore all that on his sleeve. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I bring in the books and I put them on my teacher's desk. It's recess. And uh, it was like an indoor recess. It was raining. And, and like Mr. Marijuana goes like, class, can I have everybody's attention for a second? <laughs> uh I would like to thank Steve <laughs> for bringing in, and then like literally, I remember this clear as day. Like at that moment, <laughs> for me, time froze, <laughs> like in the Star Trek: The Next Generation episode, the inner light, <laughs> and uh, and. I like went to myself like, oh, you you made a mistake this time. Oh, <laughs> like, you should not have, I was like, you shouldn't you shouldn't have brought these books in. I was like, these are three hundred well, and sixty page kick me signs. <laughs> also, all the pages were stuck together. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I jerked off three hundred and sixty times yes. <laughs> a single page. They make great doorstops. These <laughs> next generation books, but like literally. I brought in 35 books. Oh, wow. Because I was like, 350 points of extra credit. I'll be extra credit rich. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't ever have to go to school again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll graduate early. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, did, I brought them in in the second backpack. And, <laughs> and time, like, time restarted. And Mr. Mayorana goes, like, for bringing in quite a few Star Trek books. (laughs) And uh, and the class laughed louder at me than 
any audience oh, has no. ever laughed in oh, my entire career. Like, I was the biggest laugh. The last time, I'm not kidding, the last time the class, the class laughed at me like that, or any class, I was in second grade. I was standing in the front of the class, and I was giving a book report about a Garfield book. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you can imagine, it's just a bunch of comics. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I really clearly remember saying, like, Normal is actually <laughs> you might normal is actually a boy. Most but a lot of people think he's a girl. Normal is a boy, and then just piss running down. <gasps> and I just I peed. I remember like an entire leg of my pants peed. I peed a whole leg of my pants in front of the whole class. Well, Why? oh my uh, god, oh my how did that god, happen? Oh well, I was so I was like I got I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, but I'm next. In this book report. Oh, no. And I got so nervous. I, like, still today, I think it's kind of like a common problem. Like, you know, you'll get frozen between two choices, you know. And so I was like, ah, what do I do? So I was like, I'll just, I'll see if I can power through. And I, I couldn't I, make it. I had a, in second grade oh. art class, I don't know if I've told this or not, um, where I had to pee so bad and my teacher wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. And I had just read somewhere that if your bladder explodes, you could get like poisoned from from within sepsis yeah exactly and you could die so i got so scared and i slowly peed i slowly peed my pants throughout the course of the class i was let wearing, it dry a little I was, bit exactly and then I let it dry a little bit, a little bit then i would let a little more out and i was wearing uh gray sweatpants oh no <laughs> it's like a, a pee sponge uh in when i was in fourth grade it was uh grandparents and special friends day and i had what to are your special friends in case your grandparent couldn't come the various barnyard animals <laughs> well my aunt linda would come sometimes so yeah a little bit uh so and we had to like go to this assembly or whatever and i really had to take a piss and my fourth grade teacher who was is like my mortal enemy Mrs. Hyman, whose name what? I didn't realize at the time was hilarious. <laughs> uh, she was terrible. And she wouldn't let me go to the bathroom, and I pissed my pants, but I was wearing black jeans. Oh. So Ooh. that's like... That's a freebie right there. But everybody, <laughs> but everybody still knew. Everybody still oh. knew. Because I was the, probably crying. Oh, that's what, but you yeah. were the coolest kid in that class. You had black jeans. Yeah, I did yeah, have black yeah. jeans. It was pretty sweet. Peeing, the, peeing black jeans just brings you down to the level of your classmates. <laughs> like It's like, now we're all on the same page. It's like, oh, okay, you're a little less cool now. Think about all the rock stars that have peed in their black jeans. You're, you're kind of this is you're true. a cutting-edge kid. Yep, exactly. Look out, guys. Oh, so <laughs> cool Trek, guy. Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, clearly one of, your, one of your obsessions. Oh, well, yeah. And so... And just to kind of wrap up that last oh, story, yeah. like yeah. so, uh, so I like I put my head down on my desk, kept over the rest of the day. The story actually, it does actually have a happy ending, though, oh, which yeah. is that um, I got three hundred and fifty points of XP. Oh yeah. yeah! And he, Mr. Mayorana, put those points away from me in a bank. So sometimes I would like fail a quiz. And he would move over 10, 15, 20 oh, points. Oh, wow. wow. And so, like, I get now I get to say that, like, my grade point average was literally saved by Captain Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Your second grade grade point average. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which still, ha still haunts yeah. me to this day. Like, a lot of people are like, you did really well in fifth grade. You were higher. That's awesome. Uh, John, what were your, like, not even teen years exactly, but, like, when you were a kid... Like, I was really into... First, it was He-Man. Uh-huh. Everything had to okay. be He-Man. Yeah, I mean, well, I was definitely into He-Man 
Totally. Also, G.I. Joe is a big thing. Yeah. Had a lot of G.I. Joes. Um, uh, I guess then the, later on, it was like the, the after school Disney cartoons, the Disney afternoon sure. stuff. Gummy bears? Yeah. Like, From uh, gummy bears well, like, to bonkers. Well, like DuckTales. Yeah. That's how that closed yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was, I mean, preteen into a lot of that stuff. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely went. I can remember, like, like the uh, the layers of the earth, like the detritus in my in my toy closet of like the, at the you had bottom, a toy closet. I did. Only I was child. the only child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, at yeah. the bottom would be the He Man stuff, and then then yeah, GI Joes, Ghostbusters. Oh was yeah, was I ever obsessed oh, with Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles. Ninja yeah. Turtles. Oh, huge. Ninja. Yeah. Then the next layer would be Ninja Turtles, and then probably more GI Joes, and then I probably stopped playing with toys at some point. Do you guys do you guys remember the cartoon Mask? Yeah, not yeah, the movie yeah. about Rocky Dennis, but the uh, yeah the show Mask where yeah. it was I oh and there there was Mask I was willing to Mask and then there was like that cops show like oh yeah like C O P yeah yeah I don't even know what that was supposed to stand for but I mean they're all just toy commercial commercials. yeah and it worked I bought all of those toys well my mom bought all those toys remember Silverhawks. You're like they're like I don't, oh I think you you, you press their button and their arms would extend and they'd have a wingspan and you, you know they're like all all silver like space men yeah I remember, remember that? yeah, yeah I think so yeah yeah, yeah. I um I I know that these are all toy commercials like and they, like that's obvious <clears throat> but like um it's funny I interviewed the guy that wrote the um Transformers movie and the cartoons okay uh-huh. just like this one dude I mean there was a little staff but he was like kind of the big guy. And everybody knows, like, the big thing about the Transformers movie is that all of your friends are killed in it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you go see the Transformers movie, every single character you grew up with as a kid and you watched every day, like, they all get shot to death in the first ten minutes. <laughs> and, like, Optimus Prime gets shot to death. Like, yeah. the hero gets shot to death. In the first in the first act of the movie, that's the inciting incident. Like your hero is right. dead. Like All the Transformers are. It's like the beginning of MacGruber when he assembles. Yeah, that team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he assembles all those WWE superstars, <laughs> yeah. and they all get blown up. Um, and uh, I interviewed the guy, and I was like, "What were you thinking? Like, <laughs> why did you?" I, I you really opened up that one, like yeah, exposed was, him for who he really was. I was I was, I went straight at him, and I was kind of like. You didn't consider like being like we're sending them to a pocket universe or like right. they have to go off into the stars. Like you didn't like find some way to do it. And he was like, no, no, we just we were told by Japan to kill off the eighty-five toy line wow. because we had an eighty-six Whoa. toy line coming in, and they were like, kill them off. We got new toys because you know like Rodimus Prime and like yeah. they were all like that hot. Pink girl transformer, <laughs> really? You don't have to. You don't have to remind me about that one. The most, <laughs> the most fuckable transformer behind, <laughs> behind, behind Bumblebee. <laughs> exactly, and and like you know, he was like, yeah, we were just told to do it, and then he told me like, uh, and I was like, well, don't you know that ruined a lot of kids? And he goes, yes, and here's how I found out. <laughs> he went, uh, he went. We got Hasbro called us, and they said. That there's a kid and he's locked himself in his room <laughs> and he has not come out of his room for two weeks <sighs> because Optimus Prime died. Oh, shit. And they were like, guess what you got to do right now? Bring Optimus Prime fucking back to life right now. Wow. And so in the cartoon, they have this arc, which is the return of Optimus Prime, where like a oh bunch of Transformer ghosts 
help. Like, <laughs> a bunch of trans... Oh, the, the ghosts of robots. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come back. Robots have souls. Those souls just kind of hang around for a while until uh, until something mystic happens. Do you remember the spark? Yeah, the spark, sure. Do you remember when a, a Japanese kid killed himself when his Tamagotchi pet died? <gasps> I kind of do remember that. Like a news story. Did you guys have Tamagotchis? Uh, I found one. Yeah, I think I found one too. Like yeah. I didn't pay for one, but it, somehow I acquired one. I was given one at my sixth grade graduation or eighth oh, grade graduation. No, man. not eighth grade, sixth grade graduation. You're a man now. Something like that. Responsibilities now. So. Yeah, it was like here's the hot new thing that's happening, and yeah. I probably forgot about it after a month. I tried to get a Furby. I tried to convince. Oh, Furbies! Are I ended awful. up getting an ET Furby in a shape like ET, and I tried to get him to speak, but he wouldn't. Because I, I thought the thing about Furbies was that you could teach them language, but you can't. That's a big sham. So all the ET would say is bright light. <laughs> I would love to just like look into some sort of uh, crystal ball and see you trying to teach an ET Furby to speak. Like, <laughs> trying, to, trying to like teach it language. And of course, I was trying to teach him swears. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't teaching I would love him how to, to say, see a teenage a nice Eric. With a Furby, E.T. Furby. Yeah, I was a teenager. I, let's be clear, I was a teenager at this point. Yeah, like some sweaty, pimply Eric. <laughs> oh, hey, man. That, the, the Furbies, the rumor that Furbies can learn to speak actually kind of got ridiculous because the Israeli army banned Furbies from their bases. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spies. Is that true? Yes, because they were like... What if the Furbies hear us talking? Right. <laughs> and then the Furbies just keep repeating those secrets of ours. And it's like, I don't know why you're talking about like military maneuvers in front of your Furby. They hire assassins to get rid of these Furbies. <laughs> the Furby knows too much. You can't be trusted. Life is so ridiculous. Like, real life is yeah. so obscenely ridiculous. Yeah. If you that is a prime example. That's not funny. That is, real, <laughs> that is real life, and it is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing was, you couldn't teach a Furby to talk. Furbies just knew 40 words, and right. you unlocked them slowly. Right. So it's like... Eh. Right, but also it's like, they weren't even words. You had to look up the mm. translation in some... In Furbish. Book. Oh, yeah. Furbish. 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 Oh, that's yeah. right. And eventually they would start speaking English, I think. I really? I think so. Wow, guys. We really got it in a Furby hole right there. <laughs> Look, it was bound to happen. We're 18 episodes in. You know, this is yeah. this is the time to strike. Um, I, I just, I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, because you raise a good point there about toys, which is like, I'm trying to remember a toy that I wanted so badly. Yeah. That I, like, I, wa- I really wanted, the thing that kind of parallels it, that for me is... Uh, I remember Final Fantasy VI, mm-hmm. which is the one with like Mog the Moogle and like all these. I remember me and my little brothers like read about it for months in Nintendo Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted it so badly. We kept telling our mom like, "This is all you. All you got to do is buy us this. Like that's it. That's it. Like this yeah. is all we want ever, yeah. ever." And she kept saying like, "No, I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm not no. gonna do it. You're not gonna. You're, you're, she, she was like, "Yeah, you guys don't uh, clean your rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do your homework." You don't do, you're not good kids. Yeah. He's like, you don't deserve a video game. And it's like, well, she's right. But still, come on. Come yeah. on, Mom. Um, uh, but I remember really specifically, like, we got into the car. And we, she visited from school one day. And we knew the game had come out that day. And we were all uh, really depressed. And then on the dashboard was Final Fantasy uh, VI. Yeah, just, Ma. Yeah, exactly. Way to go. So you, so you have brothers or one brother? How many brothers? I, got, I have two twin brothers. Two twin brothers. Uh, younger wow. than me. And um, we played a lot of... Actually, I'm remembering this other story, which is that uh, 
we were talking about Ghostbusters before. <laughs> the Ghostbusters video <laughs> game is like, oh yeah, it's one of the worst. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. It's did really you guys terrible. play? Did you guys have it? As yeah, kids? I did. I did. Yeah, I've played it not when it was like out, <clears throat> but I remember. I remember <laughs> playing it and being like, "Yep, this is garbage." No, you essentially drive around what looks like a checkerboard. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, and it's it's impossible. But yeah, I'm sorry. Oh no, I want to hear. Look, I'm, I don't want to monopolize, but like, uh, I uh, I just remember like you know we we kept playing this game. We couldn't beat it. It made us cry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this game like me and my little brother was like. Cried. Why are the Ghostbusters doing this to us? Right. <laughs> exactly. We can't get to the top of Zool. Like, we couldn't <laughs> climb Zool. Like, we, you know, we bought all the ghost traps and food we could, and we, we couldn't get to the top. And uh, I was just bawling. I remember just bawling. <laughs> and I was the older brother. And I oh, was just no. like, my older brother's like, like, oh, calm down. You gotta to be the hold rock, it man. together, man. <laughs> uh, please, please, we look up to you. Uh, <laughs> you're our role model. And that you're a disaster anymore. right now. Hey, you are. Get it together. <laughs> my slaps older brother. <laughs> but I remember my mom seeing the, seeing this, this game and driven us so crazy. Like seeing that it was like hurting her kids. Like, right. Stayed up. <laughs> she stayed up all night to beat it for us. What? We came in. Like, we went to bed and she was playing the game. And I remember th- thinking, like, oh, that's cool. Mom's playing a video game. Like, I've never seen her play a video game before. I was like, oh, that's fun. Maybe we'll get to play games together or something. I went to bed, woke up for school. She was still awake. Wow. And she was playing the Ghostbusters game. And she just came to us and she was like, you can't beat this game. <laughs> she was like, you can't. She's like, this game I'm picturing is- her looking like... A Kathy comic strip. Huh. She's just like completely fried Ack. out of her mind, and she's I, got cats in her hair and stuff. I, she, I know she said Ack. <laughs> she said Ack, and I think she was also talking about like how Dad like cared more about golf than her. <laughs> and which I was like, I disagree, Mom. Like, I can understand why you think that. Like he loves golf, and um, but she, but he's not in love with golf. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just. Uh, for some reason, Kathy came up at, at work, so I looked. I Googled searched her, and one of the Kathy books was called "Shoes Are Chocolate for the Feet." Oh. <laughs> well, the most, that might be the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Oh, so, you, so you didn't do a book report about that one? <laughs> I couldn't make it through; it was too complex. Yeah, right. Yeah. Too many themes. <laughs> you couldn't. Dense. You could also. It was hard to relate with her. You know, if you don't agree that shoes are chocolate for the feet, then. What's the point of, uh, of reading that filth? Uh, <laughs> that trash. That smut. Yeah. This burned. Um, the, that Final Fantasy story reminded me when I was a little kid. Uh, I had Nintendo, and I thought the video game... I, I was begging my mom for double dribble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was double gerbil. <laughs> and, 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 and my little kid brain, I assumed it was about a kid trying to find his pet gerbil. <laughs> And so it's like, where's the double part? Come I don't know. I was like, Mom, I really want Double Gerbil. And I remember telling my cousin, like, if you heard this game, this video game, Double Gerbil, it sounds awesome. I want to play it. And he's like, I think it's a basketball game. Like, no, it's stupid. It's about gerbils. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I never got it, though. Uh, well, you For didn't get Double Gerbil because it never existed. It never existed, yeah. Come on, guys. Go out. Is somebody make up some box art of Double Gerbil. Please. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so, so going into into high school years, yeah. what, where did you kind of fit in in the, in the social circles? Oh well, 
I went to a school of 250 kids total. Oh, wow. So it was Man. like, it was the smallest school. So wait, where where in Long Island was this? On the, in the North Fork of Long Island, this little town called South Hole, like a little farming community. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, my graduating class was like 32 kids. Jeez. So by the time high school rolled around, none of us were dicks to each other. Oh, that's cool. We're all in this together. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was kind of like, yeah, we all really know each other really well. Like, you know, in grade school... Middle school, junior high, like we were all dicks, but it's like, oh, look, our kids, yeah. kids are the worst, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it, when we reached like adult, like when we were, we were in high school, it was kind of like, well, there's nothing. There was nothing to do in our town. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. This is what we would do. We would go to Seven Eleven mm-hmm. on Friday night. We'd go to Seven Eleven, yeah. and we'd hang out in the parking lot. <laughs> and then the cops would like come. The cops would come by, and they'd be like, "You guys got to leave Seven Eleven." And so we'd go to the beach, and the cops would be like, "Yeah, you guys got to get out of the beach." <laughs> and we'd go to Seven Eleven. That was it. Right. That was my childhood. So it was kind of like, yeah, we'd all just see each other at Seven Eleven at night. Like, yeah, we'd all you're gonna be at the Eleven, man. Yeah. 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 So are you gonna be at Seven Eleven or the beach? I'm thinking beach first, then Seven Eleven. Oh, I'll be at the Seven Eleven first. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I'll run into you. Yeah, exactly. There was fucking nothing. Um, you all have like calendars and like uh, at night <laughs> it's just Seven Eleven or beach <laughs> or both. Uh, you know, I I remember. Yeah, so that was the thing. It was like we all saw each other so often. Like um, there wasn't. I never got into a fight. Like, I hear yeah. stories about people 10 years older than me, like, getting beaten up in the hallways. Right. And I'm kind of like, that would be weird. Yeah. Right? It was so weird. Because we were all, fr- like, we all, like, knew each other's parents. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're right. not going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I never got into a fight either. Um, I think it's just most, I think most people are actually really big pussies. Like in life, and nobody really wants to fight. Except for, like, I saw some great fights, kids. but I was never in one in high school. I remember I almost a friend of mine, uh, my friend Eli, was kind of a smart mouth, and he got punched by some a wise guy. Yeah, he was a wise guy, and he literally ran into like bumped into the toughest guy in town. Oh god! And I grew up in a pretty dirtbaggy kind of town, <laughs> <clears throat> and the guy was like. Was like, what the fuck? You fucking stepping up on me? And he's like, no, man. And he pulled up his he pulled up his uh, shirt, and he had a fucking perfect six pack that was riddled what? with scars. And what? He's like, you know what this is? That's a lot of motherfuckers. And I was just like, oh my god, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> but then he then uh, he turned out he knew Eli's cousin. He's like, all right, man, you're cool. And then he was like. Like trying to like get did he his, ask for like his family tree? Yeah, he's basically. Like, he's who like, do, who are you related to? Yeah, before like, I go like, any further, you're Sonya's cousin. Never mind, you're cool. And then I was like, why is this guy now? He's hugging us. What's going on here? I'm terrified. And I probably pissed my black jeans at yeah. that point. <laughs> pissed your gray sweatpants. <clears throat> that was the closest I ever came to getting into a fight, though. I Although, remember, yeah. Oh no, I was just remembering. Me, the closest I ever came was uh, I was in like a little. I was in like a little sketch. Troop when I was seventeen, <laughs> of, course. of course. And uh, what were you called? I forget. Oh no, the Compass Players. Oh, that's a bad name. <laughs> uh, but we had this kid, and uh, his scene wasn't going well, and it had taken forever. So I just I blacked him out. I just cut the lights on the scene, and we just moved mm. on to the scene. He had his big brother come oh. uh, and try to beat me up outside the theater. Because you uh, cut his scene. Yes. Wow. Because I cut his scene. And, and, and he, his scene had gone on for like six minutes. I just gave it the lights. I was like, yeah, right. this is, uh, you don't have an ending here. Yeah. Um, and uh, his big brother jacked me up against a fence. I, I was like, I 
I felt my feet leaving the yeah. ground, Shit. and I was like, oh, this is like in those Nickelodeon shows, <laughs> where like a bully like lifts a kid literally off the ground, and uh, and he, he kept saying like, you fuck with my little brother, you fuck with me, over a comedy show. He yeah. was like, you, he's like, you gotta obey the rule of threes, man, he only got to two. <laughs> You didn't let his scene reach catharsis. <laughs> like, and so, but here's what I did. Like, I pulled my cell phone out of my pocket and I dialed 911. Whoa. Wow. And I did it in front of him and I acted like really casual about it. I was just like, it's like boop, 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 boop. And I held up the phone to my ear and it was like 911 emergency. And then, and then the guy went like, all right. You can go for now. <laughs> the guy was like, but the cops aren't always going to be there. But what he didn't realize Whoa. is that it was actually an improv phone and you were holding <laughs> up air and you made a boop pop up noise. You did, you but did you were so good, he was convinced. Scene, yeah, wow. such great scene work that he was totally sold. Thank you. I mean, I was very good. <laughs> 17. And, but I just remember him saying like, the cops aren't always going to be here. And I just went like... Well, yeah, they are, as long as I have a fucking phone. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I, I I went to him like the cops aren't here now. <laughs> he didn't like. He didn't like that joke. Do you, do you like remember it. the threat of my dad has a gun? Oh, my oh I never God. got that. Oh, I never got. I never that. Oh, really? Oh, I guess I grew up in a hunting community. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the big threat. Like, what, but what was implied that the dad was going to come shoot you for being mean to their yeah, son? Right? Or you know, like as if some dad is be like. Like, yeah, I guess I'll get the shotgun and yep. go Punishment murder fits the crime. a seven-year-old <laughs> over a dumb argument. Well, yeah, but it worked, right? Yeah. So I, I, it's like, oh, shit. So I backed off, man. My backed dad off. has a gun. That's <laughs> great. That's like the new my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> my dad has a gun. You guys want to read some uh, questions? I think it's time to give some advice to our uh, internet teens. I'd love to. All right. Now, the first one. How do you get a guy who's into blonde, big-breasted girls to like you? The guy in my class is a big flirt, good-looking, but also one of my closest friends. But he's such a player. He's also into older women who are blonde and have big breasts. But I'm one of the prettiest... Uh, wait. But I'm one of the prettiest girls in school. Not to brag. <laughs> uh, Not to do that thing I just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Asked by Vampire XOXO, a 13-year-old girl from Tor Toronto. Uh, hey, first off, I'm going to email me that username. I want to text her. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if she is truly one of the prettiest girls in the school, yeah. I shouldn't I, 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 I need some boobs. proof, first of all. But also, I don't recommend that she hugs or kisses any vampires. Yeah. Because no. she's asking no, for no, trouble no, no. in yeah. that department. You're living um, dangerously, my friend. Yeah, but I guess we need to focus on... Um, lack of big breasts on and and blonde hair although she can fix both of those things using hair dye and plastic surgery <laughs> we don't recommend it though she's a 13 year old girl this i think true. let nature run its course and yeah. forget about she'll get blonde forget about this <laughs> inevitably shitty dude yes uh definitely seems pretty shitty although did this say that they were friends yes one of uh close one of her closest friends but he's a player L listen don't you should really treasure your friendship with this douche. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to complicate things with this total player who sounds really cool. <laughs> like, he does sound really I'd cool. I'd love to get some tips from him. Yeah. yeah, and also, player, if you're out there, I, here's what I would say to this girl, you know, because I think it is important to honor the question. Uh, I would say, throw yourself at him. Yeah. I would say, like... Give it, it a shot. Nobody cares about the size of whatever or the color of whatever... 
When you're locking lips with him hardcore, got yeah. your tongue down his throat. <laughs> yeah. That'll make him forget about the fact that you're a brunette. Yeah. I don't I don't know much about sports, but you miss all of the somethings that you don't something. Didn't a sports guy I think a sportsman said that. Yes, yes. I think yeah. so. Some yeah. some popular athlete. Yeah, so you know, you gotta look, you gotta go for it. Obviously, it would be terrible to throw away this wonderful friendship you have with someone who you really don't sure. respect. Yeah. Sure. You don't. You clearly don't respect him. <laughs> like, uh, you, think, you think he treats others poorly, too. So, yeah. you, know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But just go. Just go grab him. Grab just, him. There's, there's your answer right there. Yep. Make him yours. Yeah. YOLO, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you respond to a non-skinny person when they ask you if they are fat? Oh. So, somebody who is... <laughs> A little chubby is asking you, do I look fat? How do you respond? Well, first off, a non-skinny don't, person. First off, don't call them non-skinny. Yes. Yeah. I'll say that that's a dead giveaway that you think they're fat. Yeah. <laughs> You're not really yeah. softening the blow. There. <laughs> um, I think that a good way to say it is, <clears throat> well, you're not skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I say? We could all stand to lose a few. That's that. They usually oh make yourself part of it too. <laughs> so you enjoy making other people cry <laughs> and giving them eating disorders. Yeah. Well, oh, that is that is a tough situation though. I, I don't know if I've ever really come into that before. I've I've asked people that many times. I put my wife on the spot all the time, and I. And That's such like a reverse scenario. I know. I really. It, it really is like. A reverse. I'm always like, does this make me look fat? Really? Come on, be honest with me, please. And my butt look good in these jeans. Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I I I I remember. uh, Like I got two things. Like one, people will like. I remember when I was just a couple years ago, somebody being like coming up to me and being like. Uh, you know, you're a bigger guy. Like, how do you like deal with like the fact you know you know you're kind of like a thicker guy? Like, don't Uh, for some reason people think the word thick is okay. Yeah, like you know, oh, you're you're thicker. It's like I know that means fat. Yeah, I know what it means. (laughs) You're not lying to me. But I remember, um, back in 2007 or something, I was working at a a business and we had this like thing where it was like, we're all let's all try to lose weight. And whoever loses mm. most weight gets an Xbox. No. And so they brought in a scale. That's how, that's a good incentive for a fat person. Yeah. <laughs> Wins a lifetime supply of Domino's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Domino's. It's not as bad as it was a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not the best. Um, and so they brought in a scale, though. And I stepped on the scale. I hadn't weighed myself in years. And so I thought I weighed like around 200 pounds. I weighed 235 pounds. And I I was like... Well, you also had ham in your pockets. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) But only five or six pounds of it. So, I mean, you know. uh, And just for those dogs. dogs, I like when dogs follow me home. Sure. Um, But but I like... I was like, no! This can't be right! This scale has to be wrong! And my coworkers were like, you know what? This scale probably is really wrong. They were like, this scale... There's something wrong with this scale. Let's... Take the scale away. Maybe we'll get a new scale. They're like, because this scale is wrong. Right. It's like, oh. no, the scale wasn't wrong. I was pretty fat. And so, but but even then, like, literally what I'm saying is like, even given numerical evidence yeah. of my weight, my friends, like, put up the and denial. These were just, and these were just coworkers. Yeah. They owed nothing yeah. to you. No. Well, can they I, hated me. Yeah. No, <laughs> can I say, though, I've known you since col- we went to college together. Uh, well, at least I've seen you around in college. Yeah. Uh, I've never 
in any of the time thought you were that big. He was always wearing vertical stripes. I guess you, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was a huge, you know zoot suits? Yes. <laughs> I got into so many riots in my zoot suit. It was great. But I feel like I have a similar problem too where I feel like, well, maybe I'm being delusional here, I feel like I actually weigh more than I look. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess some mm. people are, I don't know. Some people carry it weird. No, I, for me too, like I would, uh, I had just, like I just look kind of bigger like you know, kind of like tree trunkish, kind of you know, uh-huh. like I, I didn't, I, it didn't like all stick out. You know, right. kind of like the thick legs, like mm. the the like the, you know, very thick legs and like very thick, not muscly, but like thick round arm. Right. You know, <laughs> but like a lot of people, like you know, they wear their fat on. Like if you don't wear your fat in your gut, you can kind of hide like hide twenty it, yeah. pounds of fat. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. like all of like... my all of my fat is on my back, so I never <laughs> see it. Yeah. yeah. I have a fat spine. It's crazy. Oh. But but my my advice to this person would be, hey, lose some spine weight. Lose some spine. <laughs> got a big fat spine. Take the hams out of your pockets. And B, I would say what you gotta do is you gotta lie forever. Yeah. You can't ever, ever Say like, yeah, you know, you are, you should lose five or 10 pounds. Like nothing that you can say is not going to set off a crying fit. (laughs) Like this person knows they're fat and when they get their shit together, they, they will like, you know, maybe you can be like, Hey, I'm trying to lose weight. I have a calorie yeah. counting app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we can lose weight together. Yeah, that's Maybe. good. Yeah, where it's like, I think you look great, but if you feel like yes. you're not that, yeah, if you, you don't know, feel good, then if you're yeah, not feeling good, then maybe, we, yeah, it's like let's go go for a run later. You know, yeah, maybe Domino's. We can keep a food diary <laughs> from all the Domino's we've eaten. <laughs> <From all> the- <laughs> <laughs> it just, just says Domino's on it. Uh, here, well, serious. Why don't you read this one at the top? Got it. Um, question: How do I show my boyfriend that I can trust him? Without giving him a picture of me in my underwear. What? I don't know what this. How this doesn't make any sense to you. It's like that's two questions. It's like it's it's like they're disconnected. It's like that's the only way. Is there there more to that one? No, there's one more. Yeah. Uh, It says my boyfriend thinks that giving him a picture of me in my underwear is a good way of telling him I can trust him. But I don't think so. <laughs> Asked by username A dot trendsetter. Girl, 16. Uh, man. Uh, I think that she's got a good uh, bullshit radar. Yeah. But she's, she's, but she's not confident in its uh, accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's spot on in her, in her assessment that it, it's uh, a terrible way to know if you, trust him, if you trust him or not. There's zero things about that that indicate trust. No. No. He just won't, yeah. No. Don't do it. Well, I mean, you know, like, uh, th- th- I, that is like literally saying like, hey, let me steal your wallet so I can, if yeah. you don't steal your <laughs> wallet, you give, don't trust if me. If I don't spend the money, then you know that you can trust just me. Just give me your credit card <laughs> info. That's all I need is credit card info. I'm not going to use it. not going to do anything with it. Because your do credit you? card's oh a God. matter of trust. Some <laughs> people send pictures of bras. <laughs> do you guys, uh, I don't know, were you guys like active... Uh, on like AOL and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Were you active in like the s- software pirating scene? Wearsing. You yes. wears. Okay. Do you did you ever get like emails or anything about 
where it would give like stolen credit cards or was that just me no <laughs> you were cooler than i was uh I, I would always get these things i don't remember if it was aol chat rooms or if it was like ftp sites where it was like all of this pirated software yeah. but there would always be these things where it was like uh it would have credit card information stolen credit card information and then also like um you could buy computers that were per like for two hundred dollars where it was purchased using stolen credit card stuff that sounds like a nightmare scenario yeah i mean <laughs> i certainly never took advantage of any of that stuff but i remembered seeing these things call the johnny lee miller because we got a hacker over here <laughs> <laughs> i remember in uh in college uh goss and i went to the same school um we got like we kind of got ripped off on our meal plan uh, like yeah. our school paper ran the numbers and they were like this is how much you pay in your meal plan and this is how much you get it was like half right, right. it was like half the money you pay in your meal plan just like went into space <laughs> and so and so we were so a lot of us were like that's bullshit and so we would constantly steal from the school convenience store oh yeah absolutely yeah and i remember it was one time me and my friend mike dean my friend eric larnick went to the convenience store and eric larnick started arguing with the clerk about a movie because that's how you distract someone. <laughs> yeah. Emerson College. He went to film school, by the way. Yeah, yeah he, he he was like, you know, uh, I'm not sure Rushmore is really the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, and I opened a window and I threw box after box of <laughs> Snackwell's Devil Foods cookies. Uh, this is like Ocean's no. Eleven. It was. It was. It was Emerson's three. And, uh, I like. 10 or 15 boxes of cookies out the window to my friend who was outside waiting with a trash bag. Uh. And he put them all in the bag and then he went up to the dorm room and the, and uh, and I used that story to get out of jury duty. What? What? I was called into jury duty for uh, a shoplifting case and I went, well, I, to be fair, like, I'm going to ask you, like, I am, I'm a shoplifter, like, I shoplift a lot in college. And they were like, oh, well, that was like 10 or 15 years ago. I was like, no, that was last year. <laughs> uh, and then I told that story. And look, the other jurors loved it. <laughs> I had the other jurors in stitches with the story. Uh, and then and then they were just like, yeah, you can go. Yeah, they were just like, oh, just... they were just like, Rushmore is definitely the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, yeah, you're dismissed. You, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't want you on a jury. I just want to point out it's 420 right now, guys. Oh, oh, oh. all right. <clears throat> what do you do when your friends like doing shit with their... Wait, what? Oh, wait, actually, before we get into oh, yeah, this question, oh, yeah. I just want to say, um, look, you should send him the picture. Yeah. I think that that's for the best. I think <laughs> that, like, look, you know what? There's going to be pictures of all of us in our underwear on the internet sooner or later. Yeah. You can't avoid it. Get it over with now. Send him the photo. Send him the photo. Do it don't while include your a face. I don't know. Just do it while your body looks nice and tight. Because otherwise, yep. you could be like, you know, the three of us in this room. 16 years if, old. All right. What if, what I'll if, allow it. I'll allow it. What if a nude of me were to leak out as my 30-year-old self? Well, like, no, nobody wants that. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes the phrase like, ooh, zaftig nudes. <laughs> <laughs> so do it. Get it over with. And then you know what? If if a couple of years later you're on like some sort of pervy website and you see that picture of yourself, just give yourself a like or a thumbs up and move on. Give yeah. yourself a pat on your fat spine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. Nope. What do you do when your friends like doing shit with her BF and you're just like sitting there? 
Okay, I think what the, what she means to say is, what do you do when your friend's making out with her boyfriend and you're just there next to them? Uh, at enjoy, least making out. You enjoy the ride, my friend. Oh, yeah. You're getting a free show. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we, had to put, start, we used to have to put quarters in machines to see that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just kind of like uh, start pleasuring yourself, probably. Of course. You couldn't have said it in a creepy way. 15, I won't allow what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Strike it from the record. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just bleep over Me. what I just said. Um, I, I, you know, I would say I'd say Take this. a picture, it'll last longer. Yeah. You, oh, you yeah. know what? That's perfect. Anytime your friends start doing uh, PDA, um, take out your smartphone. We all yep. have cameras on us at all times. Yep. Constantly. Just take some pictures. Tweet them out there. That yeah. shit will stop real fast. Yeah. Send because these. if you see a picture of yourself making out with somebody, it looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, that's what I look like. Gross. Uh, yeah. Uh, send it to at Hey Teens Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> uh, all right. This next one. Cheating. Is cheating like illegal? Or if someone cheats, will they get in trouble at school? How old is this person? 14. So I'm assuming they're talking about cheating on a test or homework or anything. Sounds like it. So they want to know if it's illegal. Um, I mean, you're not cheating on like your... Uh, Taxes? Taxes or like to be the president of the United States of America, right? Like, I'm she's 14 and in Atlanta, so both for both of those reasons, I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Why? Why do the work when you can just cheat and? I get the cheated so much. Yeah, I, I would copy people's homework all the time. I'd write the answers on my desk lightly in pencil. Yeah, we. I told you how I cheated on my. Uh, high school physics final exam because I found the tests a few weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I found that I've talked about this before. I found the tests in a in a, a folder that that had P H Y F I N E X, and I was like physics final exam, <laughs> and I um I took a copy of it. I gave it to a nerd, <laughs> and I made him take the test and give us all the answers like me and the group of us and we put in all the answers because it was all like multiple choice and we put them in our calculators nice and uh we all agreed to get a certain number wrong right and uh Ah, mr cassidy was very impressed by the people on our side of the classroom i thought that we weren't paying attention all year but uh we paid attention where it counted (laughs) (laughs) serious did you cheat at all well i was gonna say that Something similar happened to me. I remember I was in second grade, and uh, I, w- I went to Catholic school, which is just kind of like there are really no laws or rules. Like you can do awful things to kids, and no one will notice. Uh-huh. Like, and uh, my teacher, Mrs. Gildersleeve, Gildersleeve, a Gildersleeve, uh, same thing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> my teacher, Mrs. Bitch, uh, did this did this uh-huh. thing where she. Uh, she split up the class into the smart and the dumb side oh, of the class. Oh, literally. Wow. She literally had half of us. I was on the dumb side, so I was very upset about this policy. Like, um, <laughs> like half of us going on one side and half of us going on the other side. And I remember her saying, like, I bet none of you guys on the dumb side get above an 80 on any test or quiz for the rest of the year. What? Yeah. Wow. She, was this a tactic this of real tough love? It's it's Catholic school. It's crazy. Mm. You just do what Jesus tells you. The Wild you West. To. Right. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's the and so Wild Wild West. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wiki Baba. <laughs> and I I remember like this girl getting an 82 on a test and 
I and then it was like <laughs> <laughs> um I did stand up <laughs> I, stood, I stood up and I, I remember going like I remember like this actually happened I went ha <laughs> went, ha you said that none of us were gonna get above an 80 and Mary Elizabeth just did <laughs> and she was like I said what and I was like, you said that none of us would get above an 80. She'd forgotten this no. awful thing she said. And she was like, yeah, well, I guess I'm wrong. All right, let's <laughs> move on. And I was like, ah, oh, my moment of triumph was robbed from me because this senile woman is senile. Like, oh, oh it's awful. It's like playing handball with a with a curtain. Just like nothing coming. Like, oh, so, oh, really? Give me some satisfaction, at least. Um yeah, so, but, but as for cheating, yes, of course you should cheat. You just make sure you do it carefully and quietly. Yeah. Just get away with it. You know, you're you not going to get arrested. No. No. Ridiculous. The police have more important things to do. What with budget cuts these days? <laughs> yeah. They are not. Come on, cheat. You're cool. <laughs> Serious, why don't you read this last question? All right, last question. Spring break. Giving stars. Oh, you, people can rate and give people stars for things. Oh. Okay. I usually delete that, but... I was lazy today. The question? <laughs> I'm so confused already. So, I know it's far, but I need some ideas. I'm going to California for spring break in March, around the 25th. If you live in California, what is the weather like that time of year? Can I wear shorts? Is it warm enough to swim? And what are some cool things I can do in California to make the trip of a lifetime? <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Lexi Love, 96. Girl, 18 to 21. Star? I, she's probably a porn star. Um, so <laughs> we live in Los Angeles, California. We, do. we are perfectly qualified to give her advice. Absolutely. Uh, it may be a little too chilly to swim unless you're indoors or in a heated pool. Yeah. Um, uh, wear shorts, but be prepared with yeah. <laughs> something Bring else. layers. Bring layers. Uh, oh, some one of my favorite things to do, especially if you're just visiting, is drive around Santa Monica Boulevard and look at the transvestites. Oh, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, go to some comedy shows. You're 18. You can probably get into to certain comedy shows. Yeah. Was, um, speaking of Santa Monica Boulevard transvestites, I, uh, I lived at the corner where all the transvestites are, which is the corner of Santa Monica and Highland. Like, like, right. That's, yeah, yeah. that's where Eddie Murphy and like every Hollywood, yeah. every, like uh, Hugh, Grant, Hugh like Grant, every Hollywood store you've heard happens at this corner. It's yeah. like a national landmark for... Filth. Yeah. And um, there's a placard somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, a placard covered in God knows what. And um, I think we know what. I, only God knows. Bro. Only God knows <laughs> what I did to it. And, um, and I was I was uh, in an apartment on the second floor. And, and all of a sudden I heard gunshots one night. Oh, shit. And so I looked out the window like an idiot instead of like hitting the dirt. And uh, I saw this transvestite point a gun at somebody who was trying desperately to get into a taxi and it was at point blank range firing <gasps> and thank god missing oh jeez at point blank range and the guy got in the taxi and the taxi sped away and the transvestite said like jimmy call the cops before he gets away too far what huh. and i remember thinking like Call the cops. So uh, this person just tried to murder. What do you mean, call the cops? Well, we don't know the the other side. What happened before that? I mean, maybe uh, I'd love to hear what you guys. Think I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what it could possibly be. Where like that person was in the right. Maybe 
Oh, I know. Maybe it was a Terminator sent to <laughs> sent to murder her or her unborn yes. child. Yeah, call the future cops. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's what you should expect from Los Angeles in March. <laughs> that's March twenty fifth through like the thirtieth is when there are the most transvestite murders in the quarter of Santa Monica and Highland. That's the, it's the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful. You should really just uh, roll your windows down, take a stroll through, and you're yeah. gonna love what you see. And I, I would argue to you know. Take only photographs and leave only footprints because <laughs> it's a delicate ecosystem. Yes, a yes. free ecosystem as we call it. Free ecosystem. Uh, and we don't we don't want to upset that balance. No, the flora and fauna is very delicate. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> serious. We should get you out of here. You have to go to. You have to. I gotta get going. Bang. But um. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug before? Yeah, this is coming out next Wednesday, not this coming Wednesday. Perfect. Well, I would I would hope that you guys would go to uh, follow me on Twitter at at. Asterios, it's uh, it's spelled A S T E R I O S, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find me. Don't follow him at at Steve because <laughs> I somebody else probably has that. <laughs> oh, and uh, and I would say um, I'm at AsteriosConconos.com. If you Google Asterios and comedy, it should pop up. Uh, Facebook.com/Asterios, YouTube.com/Asterios. You know. I got a lot. I've been doing a lot of stuff on the internet for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come on, I got a lot of comedy to take a look at. You can go to presidentbaby.com. Oh, president, president baby. baby, I recommend. What's this. President Baby? This is great. Oh, well, if I you don't want, know about President if Baby. You, want, you can play one of the clips as an outro, but um, sure, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But long story short, President Baby, uh, some friends of mine uh, who are professional poker players uh, sent me to this thing called the Hollywood Pitch Fest. And the Hollywood Pitch Fest is this big event where it's this big room that is that uh, is purported to be filled with executives. <laughs> and you go and you meet with like 18 people in a day and you pitch all of them your movie. And then you give them your business card and then hopefully they call you back and you make a movie. Uh-huh. It costs $420 to do. Four twenty. <laughs> and I remember it. I'm sure that- it wasn't Cush Fest or whatever. <laughs> no, uh, but I have look. I got a VIP. Is in Pomona. I've mean, been looking forward to Kush Fest all year. Um, and uh, and so my friend sent me to this thing to go. Uh, it, it, and it turns out, as you can probably expect, that it's a big scam. Uh, there are no executives mm-hmm. there. Sure, it's people's assistants and interns. I pitched to so many eighteen-year-old girls. You have no idea, or just crazy people, just like crazy, crazy people. Uh, it's a big scam. People fly out. I met a guy that flew from Poland, spent thousands Oof. of oh, dollars. God. A guy named Thor. Uh, I remember because his name's Thor. And, uh, <laughs> sure, and, you don't you know, forget a guy named Thor. No, and how could you? Uh, and and so like people waste thousands to come do this scam. So I went and I was like, I'm gonna pitch the worst movies of all time, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tape it uh, as like an expose. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose these guys for frauds, you know, you know, um, because like because you know I bet like. Uh, that they react and and when you hear how they react to these pitches you'll know exactly how big a scam it is yes it's uh, really funny really really funny yeah you know so if, so if you guys wouldn't mind playing one on the way out, i'd love it uh yeah I, we will absolutely do that um follow us collectively at hey teens podcast on twitter yeah i'm um, at the eric Oslin. i'm at john wiener j-o-n-w-i-e-n-e-r um yeah that's uh that's what's happening guys thank you so much for listening thank you asterios for coming by thanks for this has yes. been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we went, we, we dug into stuff before we were teenagers. 
Yeah. This is preteen crazy. stuff. Preteen <laughs> shit. Hey, preteens. Hey, preteens. All right, so we're going to play uh, one of the President Baby clips. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Bye, teens. Hey, what's up? What's your name? Janet. Janet, I'm Stereo. It's very good to meet you. And I have one question for you. Are you ready to make some money today? Yes. Excellent. The first movie is called Folds in Space Time, okay? A group of old Navy overnight clothing folders are at work and they're having a really bad time. An ancient wizard has sewed a magical cargo pocket in a pair of cargo pants. One of the folders reaches into it and it transports all of them to another dimension where a group of good aliens are fighting against a group of bad aliens, the Chromizozoids. So, they think that these old Navy people are from the old Navy, a mythical fleet that was going to save them in their darkest hour. What do you think? Interesting. It's not his type of stuff, though. What kind of stuff does he do? Like he did Honeymoon in Vegas. This is a lot like Honeymoon in Vegas, actually. What's that movie about again? (laughs) Honeymoon in Vegas is... um Sarah Jessica Parker and Nicolas Cage. It doesn't sound anything like that. I'm thinking Sarah Jessica Parker, Nicolas Cage, clothing folders in my old Navy script. I mean, my only question for you is how much should I ask you for? <laughs> okay. It sounds more um, like slapstick crazy comedy. I was actually, to be honest, thinking of it as like a really serious like sci-fi drama like Gattaca. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not, sci-fi is not my thing. Okay. Let me give you one more real quick. It's called President Baby. Both the president and his wife die in a terrible car wreck. And of course, the Constitution says that your son becomes president when you die. But none of the framers had anticipated that the son would be a baby. So now a baby is president, and the vice president is a puppy, and they need to stop Russia from developing a nuclear bomb because the Russians are torturing Einstein to try to get his secrets. I'm thinking rated R with like a lot of like nudity, but like the fun Russians nudity. Are torturing Einstein? It takes place in the 50s, yeah. The baby, the baby, what they're doing is crazy. The baby and the puppy. Well, it's in the Constitution. And the, and the yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, you would agree that when the president dies, his son becomes president. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm not American, but. Oh, where are you from? Australia. Well, this movie's going to take place in Melbourne. All right, let me give you one more idea real quick. It's called Metal Man. It's about a billionaire industrialist weapons designer named, get this, Jeremy Irons. And he builds a suit made out of metal, like nickel or something, I'm guessing, or like cadmium, to fight terrorists. Now, it's real quick. Obviously, I've got a lot more about it, but just what do you think of the idea? He builds it to fight terrorists. Yeah, he builds like a suit like out of like maybe iron... Yeah, exactly. He builds like a robot suit made of like iron. So he's sort of like an Iron Man. But it sounds crazy. It, I'm, it's like, it's, to me, it's like a serious like action. Like I'm trying to make like serious action movies. Like like if you think these are crazy, you really need to tell me why so I can become a better writer. I don't know. It's just the concept of a guy in a metal thing and then he's like, it sounds crazy. Okay. And maybe it's well written. I don't know. It failed it's because I wrote it. It's very well written. Okay. <laughs> So, so you can't imagine that there'd be a successful movie where, like, a guy in an iron suit is flying around fighting terrorists? No. Okay, so, okay, so, so, I, so... It is hard for me to imagine that. 